0: You're now listening to I Need a Word, your place for inspirational messages. Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise, to supervise the higher officers and protect the king's interests. So we know here that Daniel was one of the ones that was chosen to supervise. Daniel soon soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officials. When God is with you, when God is upon you, uh, you 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 your work is going to speak for itself. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Okay, so Daniel, you know, operating with the Holy Spirit and doing what he do and his, you know, he had this wisdom and the king made plans to place him over all of the empire. Now here come, here come these nosy co-workers right then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way daniel was handling government affairs but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn you ever had a hating co-worker somebody you out here just doing your job and minding your business and your co-workers trying to find fault in what you do let's keep going He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. Now, if we're looking at his resume, those are the top three qualities that we're seeing at the top of the resume. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. And for some of y'all, y'all show up on time every week or every day, and y'all could be trusted at your job, but your coworkers secretly hating. Your coworkers secretly side-eyeing a little bit. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So they couldn't find nothing wrong with his work. So they're like, okay, we know that he he prays a few times a day. We, we know that he don't bow down and worship other guys, so let's attack his his faith. And that could be for some of us who, you know, at our job, you know, we got our scriptures around our desk, right? We go outside in our car and have our lunch break by ourselves, and we praying and we asking the Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance. Let's keep going. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. We are in agreement. We are administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors, that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders for the next 30 days. Any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now, your majesty, issue and sign this law so it can be it cannot be changed, an official law of the Medes and the Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. So you ever had a coworker go behind your back and go to your boss and try to t- tell your boss some of your secrets or what you believe in? But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, and here's Daniel's posture, when he learned that they had made this whole law, this is what he did. He went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to God. His posture, I know y'all snitching on me. I know y'all trying to knock me out of this position, but my posture not gonna change. I'm still gonna pray three times a day. I'm gonna open the window so y'all can see it. I'm still gonna pray three times a day, and I'm still gonna give God the glory, Jesus. Then the officials went to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about this law. Did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied. That decision stands. It is an official law of the Medes and the Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king, that man Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day, Jesus. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the day looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament. In the evening, the men went together to the king and said, your majesty, you know that according to the law of Medes and Persians, no law that the king signs can be changed. So at last the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the lion's den. The king said to him, may your God whom you serve so faithfully rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his loyal seal and the seals of his nobles, so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at, at night at all. So the the it didn't sit well in the king with the king that he had to throw him in the lion's den. Very early the next morning the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, Long live the king. My God sent His angel to shut the mouths, to shut the lion's mouths, so they will not harm me, for I have been found innocent in His sight, and I have not wronged you, Your Majesty. The king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him for he had trusted in his God. So if anybody is going through warfare on your job at work, keep trusting in God. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Don't stop giving God thanks and glory for that job. Then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. And he had thrown them into the lion's den along with their wives and children. The lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they even hit the floor of the den. You see how that turned on them? They thought, okay, this guy is out here and he's doing he's a cut above the rest. He's doing better than all of us. Let's set him up so he can be killed out of jealousy. Well, I love though, Daniel was the Bible says Daniel was chosen. He proved himself to be more capable than others. And that came from that relationship that he had with God. The king saw his great ability. He didn't have to go around and say, in the office, saying, Look at me, look at me, look at me. They saw what was on him. And his coworkers began to look at him, trying to look at him salty and and trying to find fault, but they couldn't find fault in him because the Bible says he was faithful, he was responsible, he was completely trustworthy. And they tried to, you know, accuse him of, you know, we know he's the one that prays, so let us catch you out. And my thought is, why are your coworkers coming to your house anyway? They were trying to really find fault in what he did. Let me look at some of your comments. So if there's anybody who was going through any type of warfare, on your job give it to god give it to god it is a distraction it's a distraction um and sometimes your co-workers i, I know i've been there they'll make up lies and try to tell this and tell you know become snitches and they lying but god what listen god will always get the glory god will always get the victory responsibility was his faith absolutely hey melissa people will turn on you like cheap jewelry that is so funny <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, so if anybody is battling, I just wanted to come on real quick. And when I saw that yesterday, I was like, man, we talk about the, him going in the lion's then, but we didn't talk about the warfare that came before it. It was warfare at the job. They, these people hated him based on his ability, based on his relationship with God. They hated him. They couldn't stand. They wanted to find fault. And when they couldn't find fault, they tried to attack his faith. So keep those scriptures on your desk, right? Keep going in the bathroom praying. Wherever you are at your job, go outside on your lunch break. Like give God glory and place. Don't 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 deny your faith. Don't lose your faith because of these people on your job. Here is your battle. It went so fast. It's in so many places, not just job. Absolutely. But this point of view, I was just talking about from work. Yeah, it's in as at school. Yeah, I know about that too. This message is for me to encourage me. Thanks. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for this moment, for this hour. Father, if there's anybody going through some type of warfare, we ask that you give them peace in the middle of war we ask that you remind them who you are even in the middle of the battle we ask that that you remind them that the battle is not theirs but it is yours i pray for peace I pray for sanity to blow upon your people on today. I pray, God, for stability. Let them not be tossed to and fro, oh God. We ask that you touch, you set free, you deliver, you give peace in their heart, God, and you allow them not to respond with their flesh, but to respond in prayer. That That is key, responding in prayer. And we thank you, God, and we give you the glory. We thank you, God, for the job. We thank you, God, for the school. We thank you, God, for the business. We thank you, God, for the even the annoying coworker or the annoying person um, at, in our class. We thank you for them. When we're going to give you glory and honor and we thank you God for just being our God. That's our that's our competitive advantage. That's our advantages. We have the true and living God dwelling on the inside of us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. And I had another thought but I think it's escaping me. But I have been really really in Daniel um, these last couple of days and what I've noticed about Daniel is like no matter what he was going through, his posture didn't change, right? He still prayed. He still prayed. Like, I know sometimes, you know, somebody at your job or wherever says something to you and it wants to throw you off and you wanna respond and, you you know, say something back to them, but the best response you could give them is prayer. Just turn them over to God. God, I know you see me on this job. I'm faithful, I come on time. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't do all this extra stuff. I'm not stealing from them. God, you, you see it. You see it, God, so I'm gonna give it over to you. I know they may be saying one thing, but God, I'm gonna give it over to you. The posture, right, the posture of the heart. I'm still gonna pray three times a day. I know they made this decree. I'm still gonna pray, pray three times a day. I'm still gonna be in your presence. Still gonna worship you. The posture did not change. And we gotta learn too, another theme in this, in the book of Daniel is trusting God. Even when you don't understand it, even when you don't know, it's a matter of trusting God. God, I don't know how my bills are gonna get paid. I don't know what this new door, I don't know what this next level of success is going to look like, but God, I trust you. God, I trust you. And we gotta remember too, like, if God opens a door for us, we have to remember to to trust him even as we walk through that door. Cause sometimes we'll be like, let's say God is giving you a new home or a new apartment and it's more money than the last one. And and he opened the door for you to have it. And then there's a part of you that's getting a little nervous or weak in your faith. Like, how am I gonna keep this? If he opened the door, he's gonna make sure that you can keep it. So we thank you. God bless Ghana. Thank you for watching. God, I trust you. Yeah, that's beautiful. God, I trust you. God, we trust you on today. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to come this way and who's going to come that. God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you in my marriage. I trust you in my finances. I trust you on my job. I trust you, God, with my kids. My posture must not change, absolutely, absolutely. Our posture will remain the same. Like, the, the world right now has a bunch of different distractions, right? You got everybody talking about the Oscars, but let's not forget about, we're talking about one will, but let's not forget about his will for our life. Let's not forget about his will. Shout out to Jamaica, thank you so much for joining. Let's not forget about his will and his plan. You know, the enemy is 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 very, is is subtle sometimes with how he does things. He'll get us all focused on the Oscars, but he's trying to sneak through the back door and do something else. So continue to pray, continue to believe, and make sure your heart is right with God, because can't nobody get you to heaven um, outside of Jesus, your pastor, your neighbor, none of them. Pray, have a prayer life for your own self, because you're going to go to God for yourself on Judgment Day. Your pastor can't go on your behalf. Your mom can't go on your behalf. It's you. It's you. What did you do? Did you, did you know me? Did you have a relationship with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you. In this season, in this hour, we are going to fully trust you. We are going to completely trust you. Even when we're nervous and we're, even when we're scared, we are going to trust you. We are going to trust you. Keep me praying. Change me, Father. Yes. Yes, and then some things we go through forces us to pray. If I never went through betrayal, I would never pray like I can pray now. Betrayal, I say this, betrayal led me to the secret place. Even though betrayal hurt, it led me to the secret place. Some things will lead us to the secret place. Some things will lead us to our knees. Whew, we thank you, Father. I trust you to remove distractions and help me focus on your will, yes. And then make some practical decisions too. If you know talking to this person all day is gonna pull your attention, then I can't talk to you all day, right? I got a limit. I got to set some boundaries. Sus, I love you, but we can't. We can't talk all day. I can't. Why can't I can't? I'm in a season where I can't be gossiping all day, or I shouldn't be gossiping at all. So we might have to just put some practical things in place. Set boundaries with some people. You know, if you know like this is a store where you go, you grew up going to and you know if you every time you go out there, the guys is hanging out there and you go and drink, you don't go to that store no more, go to a new store, go to a new store. I trust God for this new job that I did the interview for, absolutely. We thank you, Father, for releasing jobs. We thank you, Father, for releasing entrepreneurships. And anybody who's believing God for a job, just write out what your perfect job would be. What would you love to do? what would you love to do write it out the, the bible says write the vision make it play make be specific i want to make eighty seven thousand dollars a year and this is what i want to do every day and this is the company i want to be very specific and then pray over it for seven days and then go apply setting new boundaries i will trust you lord i need prayers need some relief from hernia pain father we ask we know you are the healer so we ask that divine healing be received on today let your people receive what you already went on the cross on their behalf for receive it in jesus name and some of us too we have to come out of alignment with different things that we said and different and coming out of alignment with things that the doctors said now i'm not going to bash doctors because we need them right god bless doctors but sometimes they have spoken curse words over our lives and we got to come out of alignment we got to come out of alignment Think about some of the things you said. I, I told y'all a couple of weeks ago how I made a covenant with death and I had to repent for it because I kept saying if I get COVID, I was gonna die. I, I was gonna die. I was gonna die. And so one day COVID came knocking at my door, and um, I was, uh, you know, it was it wasn't like how everybody else experienced. It was real like just a cold, but it w- it was lingering a little bit too long for me. And the Lord, Holy Spirit reminded me, you made a covenant. You have to break that covenant. You have to break that covenant with death because you said if it comes, you're going to die. So think about some of the things that you may have spoken, that you came into agreement with and come out of alignment, come out of agreement with that and come into alignment with his will and his way. Lord, I want to marry Kwanda. That's so funny. (laughs) Pray for me and my family that we will get a home soon. Absolutely. Write down what your perfect house is going to be. Write down what 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 that house looks like. Start looking at on Pinterest or Google. Start looking at the homes. Look at the, how you want the bathroom to look. Start taking time and mentally sitting down and just watching yourself walk through those doors. Putting your key in the door. What is the perfect? How many bedrooms do you want? Be very, very specific. Lord, just bless us with our own business and be successful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does What does your own business look like? Write that out. I want this amount of employees. I want to spend this much money on this. I want this, whatever it is. Be very specific. I want to do five million a month with 10 shops around Free State. And make sure you start preparing for that, right? Can you really handle five, $10 million? Can God trust you with $100? If he can't trust you with $100, he might not be able to trust you with $5 million. So you want to make sure as you you start preparing, right? You you believe God, you make it specific and you start preparing. Okay, I'm believing God for $50 million, but my credit is at 375. Baby, we got to work on that credit, right? We got to we got to identify the problem here. Why am I at 375? What did I not pay? What's on here? We got to got to identify, right? Yes, God, I am praying and believing. Oh, it disappeared. For our home, business, and ministry to glorify and exalt God. Amen. Amen. Pray for healing and financial breakthrough that my family will take Jesus as their personal savior. Hallelujah, Father. I believe that that's going to happen this year, too. A lot of unsaved people are going to come into, uh, into uh, uh, are going to be saved, are going to be saved. And it's going to be an untraditional untraditional ways. Um, like I, I posted a video the other day of a guy witnessing uh, in the air, in the, um, on the plane. So there's going to be stuff like that on the subway. It's not going to necessarily all be in the church building. People going to be outside and, and they're going to come into Jesus. We're going to come in. They're going to come into Jesus. Hallelujah. Increase my women's ministry. Write that out. What does that look like? What does increase look like to you? Because That's a relative term, right? Increase to you and increase to Yvette or Melissa or me may be different. So write that out and be specific and pray over it. And ask Holy Spirit to give you divine wisdom, divine ideas, and divine strategy. My desire is to be a motivational speaker and speak to the nations. And you know how you can start that? Start making videos. Start making videos. Do like TikTok is a good platform. Just start making videos. I don't know what that is. Start making videos, start where you are, try practicing, like see yourself speaking to one person, right? And then start seeing yourself speak to 20 and 30 and 40. I wanna make $300,000 a year virtual assistant in trucking and write that out, cause that's possible, write that out. What does that look like? Start investigating uh, virtual assistant businesses Salvation is going to come in unusual ways. Absolutely, Louise. Absolutely. Ministry focus. These comments are going by so fast. I'm living check to check. It's so hard. Paying bills. I always work, try. You know what? Give that to God. Surrender that. Let me tell y'all a story. Y'all know I'm a storyteller. So before I need a word, right? I was broke, busted, and, destruct, and and broke, broke, busted, disgusted, struggling, and toiling, working like five jobs and still not making no money. And I had to get to a place of surrendering, and because I was god of my finances, that's why it wouldn't grow. And I had to completely surrender my finances to God. And so during that time too, I went through the Bible and found every financial scripture that I can ever find and started reading it, speaking it, and saying that, and asking God to help me to be able to manage money, right? To not to have not a bad relationship with money, right? Being more responsible, thank you for the stars, being more responsible with money. So, and then think about your words, too. I had this, I can't, I don't say things like, I am broke, or I don't have enough, because that's speaking something contrary to what God has spoken over my life. So be mindful of that. Be mindful of the words that you speak. I was saying the other day, I need to go on a gag order and I don't normally complain, but sometimes you see things and you wanna complain. And so for 30 days, for somebody, you need to just not complain about anything. Just eat no matter what you face, no matter what you go. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. They out here repossessing my car. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you makes us stronger. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna look at a couple more of your comments and then I'm going to, get off but thank you guys for joining me on today I just wanted to read that Daniel in the lion's den if anybody is battling with warfare on your job at school in their house stay posture keep praying be mindful of your responses because how you respond to a thing determines the outcome of the thing gotta be mindful of your responses gotta be mindful of how did you start I would start I need a word okay so I was in a season of being broke, busted and disgusted. And I came to what felt like rock bottom for me. And I said, God, I, I know you didn't call me to live like this. There has to be more to life than this. And so I went on a fast and I was praying and I heard God say, start something and call it, I need a word. And at first I was like, but God, how does that make me money? Cause I'm broke. They about to repossess my car. Like what's going on here? And um, so I said, no, and kind of went on a couple of days. But when you really love God and you really have a heart for the father you can't tell him no. So I told him yes. And that that night, this page had 10,000 followers, day nine, 100,000 followers. And it opened up the door for me to get marketing clients because I have a marketing background, opened up the door for me to do marketing for pastors and preachers from all across the world and all across the country, all because of my surrendering and my yes to his will, yes to his way. The moment I decided I didn't want to be my God and my purpose and my finances is when he showed up. When, he, when I said, okay, God, I give this to you, right? God, I surrender all. That's when he showed up. That's when the miraculous happened. I never thought this would be my life. I had my life planned out a different way. I was going to just work for BET because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be the marketing uh, VP for BET, but God said, I'll give you a network. You don't have to work for one. I'll give you your own. And so God's plan is far, far greater than ours ever. Yeah. Fasting does some. It always does something for me. Um, but that time, like I really saw God in another way, the way when I surrendered it and I was fasting and praying so I can hear, right? And that's how I knew. I Like if I don't know anything else, I know how he speaks to me. I know his voice and that comes from spending time, right? That comes from being intentional, just about being still and being quiet and silencing the voices you know, like stop, listen, stop sub subscribing to everything and everybody. Stop subscribing to everything and everybody, and turn off and open up this word. Open up the Bible. Start reading. If you if you're struggling in a certain area, find a find a scripture based on where you're struggling. I like to read for where I'm either going or what I'm going through. I feel like I've been in Daniel though, because I feel like the world is kind of in certain areas is kind of going through this whole Daniel thing um, with some of this the, the, the countries, the things that's getting ready to come. I just see like Daniel um, and not being, and then coming into seasons where we don't compromise, no matter what the world is saying, we don't ascribe to everything they're talking about. We remain, we remain the same because this generation to me has become very, very soft. Almost like when you preach the gospel now, it's almost like they consider it to be bullying. This generation is very, very soft. We, we have really changed over the last, um, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Uh, let's see, some of your comments are going so fast. Can you pray for me a little fearful at times with ministry? You know, when I first started doing this, I had no background with ministry whatsoever, um, but I followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Like the first time I went live I had like three or four thousand people watching right and all I was doing was sitting on the floor in my bedroom talking about nothing just sharing my testimony Um, but I had to the Lord was kind of like pushing me out to I I don't consider myself to be a public speaker or any or even like to speak so so much Um, but you just kind of I just kind of faced it I knew like as long as God is with me I'll make mistakes but I'll be okay you know. So just even releasing that fear and just walking, spending time privately with the Holy Spirit so that publicly it's going to shine through, if that makes sense. Easily offended. You know, that offense, it can be a distraction as well. Um, you definitely have to pray for thick skin because I'm telling you I um since doing this platform this is coming up on five years you know how many people will just inbox me to tell me they don't like me they hate me I need to shut up and you know crazy stuff like that. I've had I've had probably everything sent to me so you you can if you can, if you're gonna do anything for God you're gonna have to have a boldness to come upon you and you pray about that boldness right like in the first day of me doing I need the word God is not gonna Uh, put me out there like all the way like I was processed you know I had to learn I had to spend time with the Holy Spirit yeah don't take it personal absolutely not absolutely not and sometimes and that's why a lot of times I don't read the comments unless I'm live and I see them but like I don't like go in the comments and look because that that's that's a distraction and I know how um I know how the enemy works with me like he'll have me question he'll try to have me questioning what should I be doing this or my response I told y'all I told y'all this story probably several times of how the, the Holy Spirit gave me this revelation when I was going through betrayal and I was so angry and mad and I wanted to fight and he said you can't fight a devil you can't fight a demon with boxing gloves he said you need the sword the sword carries weight the sword is the Word of God and so you gotta remember people are people and there's spirits at work, right? Yes, discernment and discerning of spirits are definitely important. Yeah, definitely thicker skin. You pray for that boldness though. You know, you pray for it, you pray for it. Hey Brenda, you pray for it, you pray for it. And it's not gonna say that things won't like try to prick your heart, um, but you just, you let it go. Like, is, why? why should I be so offended at some random person on the internet who I'll never meet, you know? Like, 50 million people could say a good thing about me, right? But we'll always remember that one person that said something bad. Thank you, woman of God, for your ministry, for your platform, everything that God has for you. Have an amazing day. Love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much for that. I'm learning to have thick skin in ministry. Oh, you you have to have it because... Di- In ministry, it's like a people business, right? I shouldn't say business, but like people oriented. Like that's what we do. We deal with people and we got to realize everybody comes from different walks of life. Everybody comes with different thinking and different mindsets and, we just, and different spirits. <laughs> so you just have to, yeah. And, and you're not for everybody. I know that and I'm content with that, right? I'm not for everybody, and that's okay. Everybody does not have to come on my life. Everybody does not have to watch my video. But those who it's for, it will be for, right? So you have to to be okay with that. Like, I'm doing this for God's glory, not for followers, not for likes, not for any of that. I'm doing it because God called me to do it. So if there's one person on here today, I'm going to do it because he told me to do it. Ministry is hard, but the love of God will always prevail. Absolutely, Ashley. I love that. I, I love that I would like to meet you one day. You know what? We need to do a meetup. You know what I'm saying? You know what, y'all? This is my promise. When I get the I need a word building, I am going to have one of the biggest cookouts that Atlanta will allow me to have and everybody's invited, okay? everybody's we're gonna have i mean like we're gonna have a cookout like sweet tea hamburgers hot dogs chicken stuff like we're gonna have a big cookout we're gonna celebrate we're gonna celebrate in jesus name all right if the enemy is coming after you online it's because the only way that it can get to you That's true i mean he comes after me in other ways too but like you know digital is what i do so download you version and read the bible to you but I pray, God, heal your sight. Oh, that must be for somebody. Um, we'll see, with fasting, I always say you got to be led because um, some, people, some people can't handle abstaining from food from, like, uh, I'll just give a generic time, 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. because they're just not there yet. Um, so I would pray and ask God, like, all right, God, I wanna have intention of going on a fast, but I need you to lead me. Um, You know who's doing a fast right now? Dr. Medina Pullins, if you go on her Facebook page, she is leading a 14 day um, consecration. And I think two of the options is one, like a Daniel fast. And then the other one is no foods from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then like no sugar, no sweets. I, I have the little breads and things like that. But I think you kind of need to be led on by the Holy Spirit away, you, you know, because I, I don't know if you have part of a church home or whatever. So I don't want to redirect you anywhere. I want you to follow uh, the Holy Spirit. But we do have on our blog, like fasting information. I can post that in the comments. Um, but I'm not going to be like, oh, you should do this and you should do that. I'm not, I'm not going to. I want the Holy Spirit to lead you. Yes, the devil is very rampant in media. and It's only getting worse. But When it starts to get worse on this side, that means that heaven has a plan already. There is a plan, there is a plan. Media, media as we know it has changed so much. And now we're going into, and I feel like I'm rambling, I'm gonna get off after this, but now we're kind of going into this metaverse, right? This virtual reality that's trying to suck us in deeper and deeper. And we have to be careful with that because I've, you know, um, I haven't tested it yet. I know that the world is trying to go that way. I haven't tested it yet, but I've heard stories of people talking about how they've been assaulted and they've been molested in the metaverse. So definitely have to be careful. Um, definitely have to be careful with that. Definitely have to be careful with that. Read and study fasting. Yeah, but if that's a babe, they might need a, a somewhat of a blueprint. So I kind of need to... Um, I'll get off, and uh, when I get off, I'll respond to that person. I love you, too. Yeah, I like, I like to, because when I was going through falling, coming into purpose and things like that, and before I need a word, like, I didn't have a pastor I was following to put me on that fast. I just, the Holy, the God was telling me, Holy Spirit was instructing me to fast and pray so I can show you, and I was able to hear and see what he called me to do. So I, you know, I'm just... I'm a believer in listening to the holy spirit as well um yeah you got to be careful with this metaverse stuff and that's why we as a body of christ need to kind of learn about it so we can plan accordingly because the kids are already there the kids are are already there um and i've seen there's a couple churches out there already but it's it's still fresh and new but it's going to become a thing It's absolutely going to become a thing. And one thing I want to add before I get off for real, for real, is that we have to be careful with this. I heard a conversation, I'm going to say two things. One is I heard a conversation of some millionaires and billionaires, and they were saying, they were planning on the virtual reality becoming life. So us going outside and going to the store and doing all that stuff, they're trying to Make that not life anymore, if that makes sense. Um, and so they have a plan, they have an agenda. Let me get these people on that, you know, because when you put on those little headset things with the virtual thing, like you could really sense and feel and become that. So they're trying to make this be real life. So I'm going to say that because I know this is censored. And then the other part I want to add to is we have to be careful even with this social media stuff. And I'm going to kind of say it without saying it because I know they listen in or whatever. Um so when a casino was created, right? Casinos were created with engineers, attention engineers, and they were they're created to make you addicted. So now these social media platforms have hired these same attention engineers to come on and get us addicted. And that's why when you see you watch one cat video and a few minutes later, you'll see two more because it's all tracking and they want you to stay they saw oh she liked this post so let me show her some more she liked uh this video let me show her some more so even sometimes when you're watching a video you'll see when the video is about to end a little circle come up right and it'll say three seconds to the next video and they'll keep doing that because they want you to binge watch it it's going to automatically go to that next video in three seconds because they want you to keep scrolling so it's all designed to keep you on here because this is how they make money it's all designed to get you addicted like social media has literally become a drug if you're honest like you see some of these young kids you can't take the cell phone out of their hand all right now i'm gonna get off on that because i know they're gonna yeah you have to be careful and you have to pray and ask for guidance and how you should you know navigate like I heard this pastor from the UK said, he said, your social media should be your altar. Like, this is where you win souls. It's not necessarily where you, you know, you're arguing your political views and you're doing this. He said, this should be your altar. And that's kind of how I've been looking at mine. Lord they keep showing me clothes you listen Nia they want to they want our money okay that's why sometimes like if I get I don't typically scroll if I do scroll it's because I'm looking at ads to see how they create them but I also know they know where I've been shopping right so they'll show me this little dress so they'll show me these shoes or show me Steve they know I love Steve Madden they'll show me some you know so you got to be careful with that got to be careful got to be careful Gotta be careful. I I don't typically scroll. Um, A lot of times, they'll be like, You are social media and you don't know, you didn't know this happened. I don't. I don't. I don't. All right, y'all. So I'm gonna get off here. I love y'all with the love of the Lord. I may be back on sometime next week. Um, We're gonna see. We're gonna see because I am in consecration. So I only listen to prophets on social media. Yep. And you even have to be mindful with that. Make sure. Is somebody who has fruit and not somebody that's always asking for a cash app. Because <laughs> that's out here. And I'm going to say one more thing, y'all. I'm going to get off for real, for real, because I noticed this a few weeks ago. So midnight hours, like late night, are vulnerable times for people. A lot of times when people are stressed out, worried, they typically log in on those times and just start scrolling. So those are the times where a lot of these false prophets and cash app profits are on. And they'll be like, the Lord said, sow $7. The Lord said, now, I don't I don't disagree with sowing. I believe in sowing. But when you got 50 on your timeline telling you about, the Lord says, sow $7. The Lord says, sow $3. And there's no fruit behind it. I'm mindful of that. You got to see the fruit. You got to see your fruit, right? Because there's a lot of people coming in, in his name, but that won't mean they real for real for real. So... Just be mindful of that. I noticed that the late midnight hours. One day I was just looking, I was searching for a video. And as I'm searching it, it goes one prophet, two prophets, three prophets, four. And it's late hours. And they have so many people on there because these people are these people are vulnerable at this, those times. And that's also the time in the demonic realm where like they pray and they do, you know, they pray and they do all the sacrifices at those type of hours of the day. Um, of the night so just be mindful if you're gonna be up the time of night instead of scrolling maybe you should get in his presence maybe you should read you know maybe you should pray maybe you are called to intercede so the fruit it's the fruit for me (laughs) it's the fruit for me yeah careful with those cash apps very careful with that like very if, if that's all they're talking about the whole live that's a red flag right there and then be mindful also of um fake pages there's a lot of fake pages i saw one today and the extent of it was crazy like they created a whole um whatsapp number with the woman of god's um, information and um they even like and so i was kind of like i knew it wasn't the person so i was kind of like seeing how far they would go and so they videoed me on um whatsapp and they're holding the phone to one of her old videos and pretending that she's prophesying so that's the extent of what some of these people um are doing now so be careful even in the comment section sometimes they'll be like people that say oh your profile looks very nice add me as a friend those are scams um they get you in the inbox and they start asking you for money those are fake profiles you know the social media platforms they do a lot of um trying to um trying to like stop the reach and stop the stop the flow of like the word of God getting out, but they haven't done anything to stop uh, these people from creating these fake profiles. So just be mindful of that in the comment section because I see it. We can block 10 and 50 more will come back. So if you get these random comments, sometimes if you apply, if you um, write on the videos and things like that, or in the comment section, Y'all, just be mindful, just be mindful, just be mindful. Yeah, playing with God is dangerous. I remember I said to to one of the people, I said, since you wanna be this person so bad, I said, what if God gives you their warfare? What if you received, since you're pretending to be this person, what if God says, okay, you wanna be me? So you wanna be this person so bad? Here's this person's warfare. What are you gonna do then? What are you gonna do then? (laughs) All right, y'all. Hey, Destiny. Hey, Tawanda. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. All right, y'all. I'm gonna go for real, for real for this time. All right. I love y'all with the love of the Lord. Maybe we'll see me back next week. Somebody did ask about Bible trivia. I'm working on it. We're gonna get it back. We're gonna, I gotta find a good night, I guess. I think night was better. I'm gonna find a good time and we can do Bible trivia again. Um, but yeah, I'll see y'all next week sometime. If not next week, the week after. I love you with the love of the Lord. Make sure you have your notifications on. Wait, I need a word so you can see our content. I love you. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to I Need a Word, your place for inspirational messages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, or visit Ineedaword.org.